Welcome back to another episode of the Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouth. The pepper is that hot topic that has everybody talking, and that wet is what quenches their thirst and gives you life. I'm Bethany. And I'm Christina. Cheers. Cheers! We're drinking Dark and Stormies on a Dark and Stormy Night. Mmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That tastes good. That was probably very loud. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was ASMR. Is what I it, guess so. is exactly what it was. If that's what y'all are into, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really get down with ASMR too you much. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mm. love it. I love scratchy scratchy. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> I love is the worst. crunching. No. <laughs> and then <laughs> mouth noises. Oh are no, I don't love I don't love mukbangs. I okay. hate watching people eat. <laughs> Me too. And it just be the most foul, like disgusting. Like no one's eating like a macaron. Like people be eating like crab twenty legs. pounds of crab legs <laughs> of the biggest Sausages. ones you could ever find. Yeah. Um, octopus. Ew. Like this squishing noises. I don't like eating noises and I don't like the squish is what it is. The squish. I don't like anything that you have to like tug on really to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything elastic-y. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) like when I eat a sausage, like that casing that's on the sausage really be like, like making me like Not unless it's crunchy. Okay. Yeah. That's different because you don't have to like hug it you know it's just like yeah. crunches off nicely i do like sand cutting and soap cutting videos love those those love. are some of my favorite yeah, that's the only like asmr and then aside from like your basic ass rain sounds and shit like does that count as that's like the original asmr it is white noise white noise yeah. white noise all right, anyway. so we got a cute little episode today. Just, just a few things we want to talk about. Just a few things on our list. Yeah. Up first, the pepper. The hot topic that no one could stop talking about. Uh, yes. Um, Michael B. Jordan and Miss one Miss Lori Harvey. She's got herself another one. She's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch, and there were so many sad women like, oh my god, Michael B. Jordan. Y'all weren't gonna date him. He wasn't dating y'all. Do you feel like he's a sex symbol? Like, is he? No. Is he one of those men, those celebrities for you that you're like, oh my god? No, my my I don't my rocks don't get off for Michael B. Jordan. I'm sorry, I said it there. I said it. Like he, I think he's handsome, mm-hmm. and I think he has a great bod. But it's something with the jowls for me. Like he he looks very soft in that area, and I like Young. The, yeah. He looks yes, but he's got like a baby face, yeah. and I think that's cute. But it's not like oh my god. Like I'm not like. Over I the think moon I about loved it. him when I was like 23. Right. Yeah. Which there. is probably how old Lori Harvey is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she just turned 24. Okay, good for her. Yeah, 23, 24. That was probably my man, Michael B. Jordan. Like, yeah. I was probably, like, really excited He's about him. He's very handsome. He's our age. How do you feel about their age difference? Does that, does that matter? For me, I don't know what I would be doing with a 23, 24-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of guys I've talked to have said the same. Like, because I always try to... I don't know. I'm not trying to test people, but I just try to see where their head's at. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the youngest person you would date? Um, me? Are no, that, me? I'm oh. saying I ask people that. Like, what are you on? I <laughs> always find that guys are, uh, in my experience, guys seem to be much more willing to date younger women than the vice opposite. versa. Yeah, and it's probably rooted in pedophilia, but we won't go there. I just no. think... That women, I, I don't know, and, and and I think that our sense of, like, we're so responsible, we're so mature, we don't have time for the bullshit, is also rooted in something else. <laughs> but I just think, like... Misogyny. Yeah, misogyny. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, patriarchy. because it always goes back to that. <laughs> yeah, but just this notion that we, like, so forced to grow up so quickly and boys are just allowed to be young and dumb. And yeah. so we just be like, oh, fuck y'all. You know, I'm I mean, a man. Right. And that's that's where I found myself. 
Like, it's probably it's rooted in daddy issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? Drag me. I'm dragging um, everybody. Well, We're dragging everyone. So I mean, okay, the age aside, that's none of my business. She's grown as hell. So mm-hmm. as long as everybody is consenting, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but they're just so delicious together. Like they're just They look good so together. They look so good together. And, you know, I will say, like, I feel like this romance that we've seen, like, via their stories and whatnot, I feel like that's the most, like, on-screen chemistry that Michael B. Jordan has ever had with anybody. Like, seeing him with, like, (laughs) in, in a romantic relationship in a movie, I don't believe it. But seeing them together, I'm like, oh, he's, like, cute and flirting and that's nice and he he looks happy, you know? Did you watch any of the Creeds? Because I, I watched Tessa Creed Thompson with Tessa Thompson, like, and I was like, okay, you didn't feel it. I didn't feel it, honestly. I have not watched any of the Creeds. <laughs> okay, but, you're not missing anything. Okay. <laughs> um, I think um, yes, they definitely look good together. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's a pepper. It's a peppercino right now. I, sometimes I feel like you mentioned when you watch their relationship unfold on Instagram. I the little conspiracy conspiracy theorist in my mind is like, what if this is just for the gram? Oh, I you like, know what, what if this that, is just like yo, let's fucking let's fuck with them. Give the people what they want. They want to. Yes, they want know, something to to talk about. I feel like that very well might be true, and I have I have my ideas about how celebrities get into relationships I think a lot of it does have to do with their publicist and like I think that's all that all plays into their public image like Michael B. Jordan expressed interest in you Lori like would you like to go on a date with him Mm -hmm. like I think that is how like their publicists and their Mm -hmm. agents are matchmakers in in a sense so I'm sure that it might have been some planning or some outside forces might have like I don't think they were just like at the club one day and he just decided to holler at her you know like well I hope they weren't at a club right okay but you know what I'm saying like (laughs) yeah so I think yeah I think it's just all like there is some stunting happening for sure it feels a little stunty like There was a video of them, like, frolicking in the snow. And I'm like, who the fuck is filming this for you? Exactly. This feels so produced. It feels produced, but it also, I think, the thing with Lori and Michael B, it's a little bit more palatable. Like, I don't know what Lori was doing with Future's raggedy ass. Like, you know, this feels That's why I feel like that was real. Because it would be that way. Of course she would go with a fuck boy. (laughs) They seem so like manufactured and perfect that I'm like, I don't know. And I've been reading this book. It's a fiction book Mm -hmm. called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And Mm -hmm. like basically the she was a starlet Mm -hmm. and she had seven husbands. But she was talking about how back in the day, like studios would put different actors together, which I think really happened in like Hollywood. Like in like a like an interview setting or No, like back in the fifties, forties when like mm-hmm. being a movie star was a big yeah, deal yeah. and like you were contracted to a studio. So they would be like, okay, this is gonna be good for your image. Okay, yeah. If you get with this other okay, person because yeah. they have a movie coming and out. And I feel like that has not changed. I feel like yeah. this could very well be what what we're seeing. I mean I can't think too much about it just because it's like I don't really care that much about Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. I don't. Like, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, fine, I'll go along with it. I'll like ooh and ah at it. It's cute. They were like on their yacht looking rich and, rich. and moisturized. Yes. And, and hydrated. Sexy. sexy. He, she makes him look sexier. I will say that. She makes him look which like a man. Which is so fun crazy. to say. That's totally a real fuck that thing to say. For but- him. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like why? Why do I think that way? I don't know. You're being honest okay. because it's true. It's like true. I think, I, like I said, I was not checking for Michael B for quite some time, but I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Look at All you. Right. Like you, you want my kids now? Like you probably want her nieces and nephews? Okay, fine. yeah, fine, cute. Like, but a little part of me couldn't help, but I couldn't help but wonder. Like, <laughs> is this how he would act? in a movie like he was in a relationship because he's a good actor he's a good he's a he is an actor 
doctor. That's his job. I mean, I DK, but, uh, you know, of course with the burgeoning of their new relationship, the, the, Massage Noir jumped out. Yes. And people, had, of course, had something to say about Harry. Uh, why do I keep wanting to call her Harvey? That's fine. She can be Harvey. Lori Harvey. Uh, about Harvey's love life and how many men she's dated and mm-hmm. how what her body count is. Like, the double standard is so apparent. She and was I with just, a man who had 100 kids 100. by 101 women. So it's like... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> like, how dare you? niggas get the audacity. Like, just say you hate black women and go, bitch. Like, or just say you hate seeing, you hate when I pull a you on you. That's <laughs> Like, that's really what it is. Because I think as a young, rich woman, this makes sense. Yes. Like, she's dating. She's dating. Like, yeah. I, I think it's maybe people being jealous that they can't move the same way. You know, like maybe it's like, oh, I can't live freely and date who I want to date. Yeah. Or like maybe it's dating not being normalized, mm-hmm. you know, like publicly. For, specifically for women, though. It's more so for women. Yeah, also. because you have the old tropes of the playboy and the whatever. I don't know what you call them, but like men. Ladies man. Ladies man. Yeah. And like heartbreaker and like all the shit. But you Forever just. Forever bachelor. Just ho- we're just whores. Yeah. You're just a slut. <laughs> you're just a slut. How dare you um, date around you and see think, what you like. <laughs> right. Like do you feel like that kind of like stigma about a woman's body count or how often and how quickly she dates or moves on applies just like in everyday life like our life not being celebrities i think so but i think i think when we were younger it was more loud like you heard more people saying like she's such a slut (laughs) or like whatever or like she a hoe like she did such and such or she dated that person and that person Mm -hmm. but now it's more like a little bit of a lifestyle judgment like you're not married yeah you're not settled down yeah you don't don't you just want one person it's just like "Mm." Yeah. Back up. Like, let me, let me breathe, please. Yeah. My internalized misogyny always, because my growing up, I was always taught, like, having sex with too many men. You remember, okay, at okay. Eagles Landing High School in Henry County, Georgia. Okay. We, middle school, I'm sorry. We Yikes. did this activity in sex education where we had construction paper hearts. Okay. And we had to rip a piece of the heart and give it to the teacher. And this was the exercise that was supposed to teach us what happens every time we would sleep with someone. Okay. I must have repressed that memory. <laughs> okay. So, and this is not too dissimilar from what was taught in my household mm-hmm. about being abstinent and saving soul yourself ties. and soul ties and virginity and all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, so sometimes that that is still in me. Sometimes I I'm, I'm worried about the wrong motherfucking thing for women. Sometimes I'm really? like, yeah, because okay, when I think about my friends who date often, I'm mm-hmm. like, aren't you well, I guess okay, you tell me what it sounds like. Ooh, this is this is this is interesting. When I think about my friends who maybe not date, and I want to make a very clear distinction between someone who's dating, having fun, going from whoever they want to whoever they want, and then someone who's like in a committed relationship. You know those people who are deep in deep. You're engaged. You are living together. Mm-hmm. You are like really getting involved in this person's life. You're but cohabitating. They, you're cohabitating. Like, but they do this with a lot of people very quickly. My thought isn't always like, oh, she's a slut, she's a hoe, but like, how are you getting so deeply emotionally involved with people? And is that harmful to you or for you? Like, is that, and and it's probably none of my business, but this is just how my brain thinks. But like, is that something that is a problem for you? Like, is that problematic? 
it feels like it's two opposite ends of the stick, but the same idea. Yeah. Like, people who jump from people to people and don't give it a chance to, like, settle down and get comfortable and get to know people mm-hmm. and figure out if you like this person or not, rather than just going to the next shiny thing. Like, right. is that a problem? Right. Like, see, I see, to me, I feel like that's less of a problem. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know... Your emotions are the collateral. Like that's the thing you want to protect and say. But I, but I don't know. Maybe don't know. people are bouncing. But like I don't know your life. You know. I kind of. I'm. I'm understanding how someone could be uncomfortable with the thought of either. Mm-hmm. Because I do sometimes feel like people who are serial monogamous. It just feels like which one was real. Yeah. Because. I'm not a serial monogamous. Like the, I'm such a serial. The monogamous. times I like unpack, yeah, are very few and far in between. Yes, if they, if ever, <laughs> like yeah. if ever, you know what I mean. Yeah, I find it like so sacred to like settle down that I just do not want to. Yeah. Do that often. It, that seems like very taxing. taxing. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that, and I'm not saying that my serial monogamy is different somehow than someone else's serial monogamy. I think the thing that I have settled on for me <laughs> yes. is that each. So I saw it on TikTok. Of course, someone can was... we just make a segment? <laughs> what Christina saw on TikTok. <laughs> I think you should start documenting that, please. I will. Um, But someone just said, like, you know, there's this idea of one soulmate, but what if you have several? And because I always think about, like, I think about my past serious relationships, Mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't say frequently or often, but... I don't think there will ever be a time where certain relationships that I've had with certain people just will leave my mind forever. Mm -hmm. You know, like they, till this day, have very much influenced like who I am and why I am the way that I am. And so I just think like, okay, in my lifetime, I have had several soulmates and they were a soulmate for a season and it was time to be done with that. Right. that was the gist of what was in the TikTok. But I was like, yeah, I, I relate to that wholly. And that's never been something that's been expressed. Like, it's always like this idea of like, when you find your soulmate, you, there's this one person and like, you'll know all the others didn't mean anything. But I'm like, no, I don't really feel that way. You know, they all mean something. They all mean something like profound, you know? So I don't know what I was trying to say, but <laughs> <laughs> you said a lot and you explained a lot as well you explained the thoughts of a serial monogamous and i appreciate that yeah and it's not to say that i'm like down like boo monogamy no no that no. is right 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 that, if anything i feel like i'm very monogamous yeah but i don't want to get into a situation that i feel like i'm just gonna get out of right if you're going soon. to be serious and monogamous you I'm want down. it to be that. Yes. Yes. I'm, I, I'm very Which down. I totally understand. Yeah. I absolutely understand that. But just, you know, the takeaway is everything in your life is, is supposed to happen exactly the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. So whether you're monogamous, whether you're fucking everybody and they daddy, or whether you're like emotionally fucking everybody and they daddy, like... <laughs> I think that's worse. It's, <laughs> I think that's worse. Fuck however you want, but do not emotionally fuck people over. Like that's No, no, what... <laughs> not fuck people over, but I'm just saying like getting into these emotional ties, mm. like these deep emotional connections with people, which I fear like more than anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I fear that with happening with so many people. Like, I would much rather fuck a hundred people than be emotionally mm. attached to a hundred people. Uh, I don't know if... It's okay. I think there's a concept that I'm coming up on mm-hmm. more recently. And it's a little bit more... I don't even know what... I'm still trying to, like, think about it. Okay. But I just feel like there are... I don't know if you can just love one person. Absolutely fucking not. Like, I don't think that... It, is that even have a you, question Have anymore? you been in love with two people at once? Or multiple yes. people at once? Yes, Bethany. Yes. Okay. We have talked about this so many times. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I could say... I say, like, probably three <laughs> people at one time. At one time. Like, so it's like you can get emotionally connected to people 
deeply, even if it's like not super long term. But the thing is, I guess the difference is, is that it generally is super long term. So you've been in love with three people for years? Yes. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired for you. <laughs> yes, I have. That That is a true statement. That's exhausting. It is exhausting. But again, I just feel like I just, I guess I'm the person that. Okay, and maybe this is why I'm projecting onto people who do get emotionally attached and super in love and, like, super, like, we're getting married, we're getting engaged, we're living together, and then, like, literally five weeks later, it's like, no, we're done, we're over. Yeah. I am super, like, ugh, because I really stick to the people long term. You're hating on the art. The ability to, like, detachment. (laughs) You're hating on the. <laughs> did I say art already? Yeah, <laughs> like the art of detachment. The the the, the masterful skill mm-hmm. of letting go. Yeah. Oh God. People. Read me. <laughs> I I. That's what it is. It's just like I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, maybe I, maybe I'm hating because when I am in. Or maybe that's why it feels like it would be taxing because I can't, I fit, I literally cannot do it. Like if I'm going to be like in love with a motherfucker, like, oh, we in love for years. Even if it's unrequited, like I'm in love with you for years. You are influencing me. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. Well, you know what? Lori is teaching the girls the ways of detachment. She's teaching the girls the ways of like getting with somebody and having a great time. And if it doesn't turn into a long term thing, it could. It was a great time. Mm -hmm. We got some good IG content out of it at the end of the day. And I love that for her. And I want that for all the girls and guys. And do you, girl? Do you? That's that's the bottom line. I think that's what I come out of this as. Like, whether you are a monogamous person or not, like, we all definitely love in different ways. Mm-hmm. And we approach relationships in different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. As long as you're not t- trying to push your way onto anybody else. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Which is difficult to do. You really got to be checking yourself. Really? Yeah. I think because it's just... When you get into a situation that feels so fulfilling, yeah, you have to remember that. I mean, then that's with anything. That's with like a hobby. Or something. I'm like, do you want to try Brussels sprouts? No. And you're like, no. And yeah, like, but they're so good. <laughs> okay, you know, it's Brussels sprouts thing. equal a relationship. <laughs> do you want to try it? Yes. I promise you'll love it. <laughs> try it broiled. It's yeah, so good. Like, but have you ever tried it this? way oh. and it's like no bitch I, I don't, don't want it yeah and so it's it's a difficult thing I think for a lot of people when you experience something that brings you bliss and happiness and joy and like fulfillment it's like just let people do let people do their own thing like you I know will, the day I try Brussels sprouts I need to have a lot because I'm gonna want a lot of it like what do you mean if i like it i'm gonna want a lot of it yeah. so i just need to prepare myself for a brussels sprout binge y'all please <laughs> comment on this post on this episode post after you listen and tell bethany to try brussels sprouts roasted <laughs> i'm doing it i'm doing it right now i'm doing it i'm forcing brussels sprouts on you that's try fine them roasted that's fine. I'll take it. Okay, well, anyway. Moving on. All right. So what was a wet for you, a pepper for me, possibly a pepper wet, wet pepper, was the, the inauguration. inauguration. Okay. Admittedly, this was the first inauguration I can remember watching, I guess, because I didn't watch the last one. Yeah. And it the last four years just felt like 10 years. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, this is all the stuff that goes on at an inauguration. Yes. Like, it's a day of events. And I watch pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. See, I think I am always miss inauguration or miss, like, the full capacity of, inauguration, of an inauguration because I'm, like, working when it's happening. And yeah. we don't we don't have it on at work. So. Right. 
Well, okay, so <laughs> we just happened. Like, everyone was so excited to not have Donald Trump as a president anymore. Yes. Like, we watched it at work. My boss bought a champagne. She brought oh, some LaMarca so, nice. so we could toast that's so when nice. Joe got and... Sorted. Yeah. <gasps> that's so It nice. was really cute. It was cute. It was like, okay, like, everyone's like, hmm, yes. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. feeling good. Like, granted... No politician is perfect. Most mm. of them are a little, like, you know, self-serving or mm-hmm. whatever. But it was just, like, a moment, like, okay, let the people have their things. Yeah. Like, let them be happy. Yeah. Just for a little bit. Yes. Just for a while. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the pomp and circumstances are just, <laughs> for me, mm-hmm. it's just, like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm here to see who's looking at who, who's dressing, and who's... Yeah. What's the new family look like? Yes. What their dogs look like? I know. <laughs> That's what I was here for. I was here for the, like, okay, we're getting into a new era. Yes. Like, who are the key players? Yes. Whose Instagram do we need to be looking at? Yes. Okay. So, who's on your For docket? me, mm-hmm. I am newly, like, so in love with Kamala's family. Okay. Let's hear it. Because I, I have been seeing, is it Mina or Amina? Mina? It's Mina. M-E-E-N-A. N-A, yeah. Um, I've been, she's been on my For You page. Like, she's been popping up quite frequently. Yeah. And, you know, I will say, I had to come around to Kamala because my introduction to Kamala was all of her former actions as a district attorney was mm-hmm. she in L.A. And that wasn't so great. Her past is not, like... Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really, like, ooh, like, initially. But I'm like, okay, she's here now, so let me just get with the get with the times. Yes. But anyway, go on. I think I like her family. I think I'm more interested in her family as, like, a it family. Like, mm-hmm. move over Kardashians. The Harrises are in town, okay. you know? Like, I love that they came from such a, like woman-centered family mm-hmm. like it's her her sister her niece and their, her niece's two daughters yeah. like it's very cute yeah love it uh-huh. her um mina's husband nick wore some dior jays the dior jays it was the star of the show the fashion was almost the star of the I inauguration d- i would definitely say yes like, without a shadow of a doubt, like, Biden's granddaughters or nieces or daughters or whoever they I think are. they're his granddaughters. They were cute. Everyone they, was everyone cute. Everyone was so The cute. baby, cute. Okay, and let's... Okay, let's pause for a minute because we can't talk about anybody without talking about Madame Michelle. Like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, come I'm on. embarrassed. I'm embarrassed right yeah. now. How could I not How mention her not first? How could we not mention her first? Like, I mean... What's there to say? Uh, the girl knows how to slay. I think I think what did it for me, what solidified it for me, and when I always knew to start checking for her was when she was on her book tour. Yes. She came out in the holographic boots. Yes. They were holographic, like, thigh, thigh high. high. Yes. <laughs> Michelle, it, well, that's not even it. Because her time in the White House, like, first year, <laughs> but the ending of those terms, yes. like, the last four years, she yeah. was motherfucking on it. Yeah. Like, she was always snatched. She was always laid. laid she was always snatched. just looking. You know she... And you know, a, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that she's a black woman and just like the the conversation surrounding her appearance is always a little bit more nuanced. Yeah. So I think the pressure, unfortunately, is there for her. To look to just look so good. good. Yeah. yeah. So, but it doesn't change the fact that she looks good. Yeah. Like, you know. So she, she came delivers. out in a monochrome <laughs> Plum. We're going to call that plum. It was giving ox blood to me. Ooh, I felt like there were a little bit more purpley undertones. I'm colorblind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know Because I thought Kamala was wearing blue. Her ass was wearing purple. Was it purple? Apparently it was purple. Okay, you know, a lot of people are colorblind. So we won't even really go there. I would say Kamala was wearing blue as well. But... I feel like, either way, the monochrome head-to-toe oxblood slash purple. The belt. Um, the fact that she wore pants, I love that. Yes. Like, 
The hair? Okay, and here's another thing. Like, Michelle is not a tiny woman. So I love that, too. So to see a, like, statuesque person in a floor, like, a proper, like, ankle-to-floor-length, like, coat, yes. it always, like, really sends me. Because I'm like, we don't get that luxury of... And I'm sure she was, like, tailored and, like, all that shit. Of but course. We don't get the luxury of having, like, sleeves that come down to our hands. Like, when she our says sleeves. we, she means women that are above 5'7". Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, so, the rest of both you... Both of us. Yeah, like, the rest of you just sit this one out. Like, we don't get the luxury of, like, having things that really just, like, envelop us in right. a way. You know what I'm saying? So, to see that coat just, like, uh, draping all the way down to the floor, I was she just looks like... fucking good. This is magical. She like, looks good. Like, I... Love Barack, but I barely saw him. Like I don't even really know How what he looked like on that have day. Seen him because I was looking at her. Yeah, like the baby on TikTok said, "That's Michelle's husband." Like <laughs> at this point, like that is Michelle Obama's husband. I called her name before I called Barack's. Like yeah, yeah everyone was there. Michelle Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, she looked fucking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, our VP, she looked good. Yeah. Our first lady, she was snatched. Yeah. Like. Everyone was just looking healthy, healthy and like and vibrant, positive and, and, and not racist, or at least not very not out loud. Public, right. But <laughs> yeah, like everyone just looked fucking good. Um, can we talk about uh J Lo? Yes. Okay, because <laughs> J Lo gonna look good. J Lo gonna look good. Like we don't she even have to talk good. about that. But the what? singing Okay. Here's <laughs> my Okay. <laughs> Was she singing? Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that Shay? No, I don't care because was she singing? I felt like she was talking. No, I felt like someone was singing for her. <gasps> oh no. Okay. Until she said, "Let's get loud" in the middle of she like said, America Let's get the loud. Beautiful. Um, she said, "One nation under God for invisible and justice for all" in Spanish. So, oh, that was okay. cute. Yeah, but. I, okay, I assumed she was singing. I also assumed she was singing because she really just like stayed in her lane. She didn't give us, she didn't go Fergie on us. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like good. she gave, she gave us like exactly what we knew J Lo could do. She gave us Jenny from the block. She gave us Jenny from the block, and I think that was fine. I was like, this is perfect. Like it, it feels like they did. Like, they played her by having her go after Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was all right. Like, honestly, I feel like it's... With the exception of Whitney Houston. Exactly. The only person to ever, like, literally slay the national anthem. Like, it's impossible to make it sound, like, exciting. It's the fucking, like, any of those songs. Like, whatever, God bless them, all of them. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... I'm not going to be like... This moved. isn't a bop. Like, this it's never a bop. bop. You're so not going to make me whatever download the song. Exactly. <laughs> whatever your vocal acumen is, like, I'm just like, okay. So I wasn't even impressed by Lady Gaga. Like, I was impressed by her outfit and her big-ass bird brooch. <laughs> that was cool. And, you know, I think Gaga, she has a great voice. Yeah, we know she has a great voice. We know so I'm she, not has, saying she that knows she, she has a great voice. I'm not saying by any means that she sounded bad. I just wasn't moved by the performance itself of the song selection. Like, mm. whatever. It was okay. just whatever. Well, the music was okay. I mean, Garth Brooks did come out and sing a song. I didn't. Even, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> it was okay. He came, he sang, and he bounced real yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, Bernie. Can we talk about Bernard? Oh, Bernard. <laughs> I want to hug him. I think everybody does. I think the whole United, all of Gen Z and all of the millennials want to collectively hug Bernard. Like, at once. Together. <laughs> yes. Um, masks on. M- masks on. So, yeah, the mittens. The mittens, the People parka, are the- so, like, we can't have shit without running it into the ground within no. 36 no. hours. With no. The Bernie memes were funny then they weren't funny, then they were, like, boring, then they got funny again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for them again. So, 
Okay, the story of the mittens, I think a woman in Vermont Mm -hmm. made them for him. I could have that wrong, but you know, we be lying over here. Yes. So so a woman uh, made them for him. No, some woman made them for him. He gave them to a teacher in Vermont because her hands were cold. Like they were talking on national television and she's like, I'm good, but my hands are cold. And he gave her his mittens. And so then the woman who originally made the mittens made like 10 more pairs for him and he would be like giving them out to people. And then I guess now she made mittens because they called such a cluster and people were buying the mittens so they could have mittens like Bernie. What? If that ain't the cutest shit you heard, like wholesome, wholesome, like how that just, I love that. I love the story. Um, I feel sometimes I feel sad for him that he couldn't be president. (gasps) Me too. Yeah. Because it feels like, okay, it feels like a movie should be made about Bernie and because Bernie been down and he's been trill and he's always worked really, really, really hard for the cause. Yeah. And so just to see him sitting there with his little legs crossed and his like, little we legal know that folder should have been like, you Bernie like uh, that should have been you and do you think he well okay I don't think he was like hating or sad no, no, or no, jealous no, 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 no. I don't think so I think no. he's just like well you know whatever I have to come here yeah I'm, I'm here I'm here so I don't get fine. yeah I'm here so I don't get fine I'm here so I don't look like a hater right but he could he wants to get back to work Right, Bernie, and he literally said that his inauguration would be like a five-minute briefing. Yeah, which and what I think is unfortunate is that in my heart of hearts, I don't feel like we're gonna see Bernie become president ever. I don't think so. Um, I don't think he'll ever run again. I uh-uh. don't know if he's. I probably should know, but I don't know if he's gonna be a cabinet member for uh, for Biden. Biden. Oh, I was thinking about lighting that. <laughs> We're doing it. Okay. Um, Palo Santo. A little break. Palo Santo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for Biden, I don't think that's his where he's gonna be. But you know, it just feels like he's just such a key player in the background, and I don't know why I, does it feel sad. I don't know. I um, I voted for Bernie. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah! I voted, for, vo- voted, I voted for Bernie, and you voted for Bernie, and yeah. um, I also got to see Bernie speak live with Killer Mike in Atlanta, which is really cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. What was and I? you know, I don't know, but <laughs> I went. Okay, <laughs> I went to go see Bernie Sanders speak live on a Tinder date. <laughs> Anyway, that guy's great. Uh, shout out to you because I actually did a lot of cool things with him. I also got to meet Patrice Con Coolers with this Tinder date as well. He's very shout out to him. I wonder if he's listening. He, he might be. <laughs> uh, shout out to him because he was very socially conscious and aware, and uh, that was cool. So. I will. I can say that I got to see Bernie and interact with him, but you know that's cool. I I think that is something cool to have on your list. Yeah, we love Bernie over here. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the mittens were a thing. Uh, the other thing that you brought up. Um, was that Asaf and Warnock got sworn in? Yes, as they well. did, and it was it was very cute because mm-hmm. Kamala like. Basically, she has now she had to be replaced. So they swore in the yeah. California senator too, and I was just like, "Look at us!" Yeah, that Look was that's big exciting. Um, actually, a fun fact. Okay. Really cool fact. Mm-hmm. So the Torah yeah. that Asaf used, and people might know this already, but the Torah that Asaf used was that of it belonged to a rabbi. Um, who had a synagogue here in Atlanta back in the 50s. And he, this rabbi, Rabbi Rothschild, he formed an alliance with Dr. King oh. um, back in the 50s. And that was his Torah that he got sworn in, at, in on. So when he formed this alliance and started publicly speaking about how Jews and black people should band together to, um, you know, try to... You know what I'm Unite the people, <laughs> Unite civil, the rights, people civil rights, movement, all the yes. Um, 
when they banded together, his synagogue got bombed. But oh, wow. um, he still spoke out. He still played his part. The Torah that he belonged to him was the one that John Ossoff got sworn in on. Wow. And also, you know that Warnock preaches at Ebenezer Baptist Church right. where MLK preached. Oh. And so it's like a really full, like actual full circle moment. It's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful. Um, you know, I didn't really even know that him being Jewish was a big deal, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty big deal. It's such a fucking big deal. I mean, for, we, we, we know, but... Um. I have, I, are we done talking about the inauguration? Wait, there was one thing I did want to say. One other little, like, pepper inside of a pepper, okay, or pepper okay. wet inside of a wet, was Eugene, the cop that distracted oh yes. all of the white ISIS people when they were <laughs> in the Capitol. Yeah. He distracted them to try to divert them from the chambers where the senators and other officials were and to keep them safe. And he got to escort Kamala off the mat, off the from the hangar to the Senate steps. So I thought, I that, thought was really that was cool. so amazing. That was a moment for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm really hoping he's going to be like a part of her security detail. I hope forward. so too. That's probably a, a pay upgrade. So I love when people get recognized for their greatness. Yes. Even on like whatever small level you think it is, yeah. he did a major thing. Yeah. He absolutely. saved the day. He saved he's the a hero. Day. Literally. Anyway. Okay. All right. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, you mentioned something. You said buzzword like five minutes ago. Uh-huh. And this is where I'm going to start my limit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is in conjunction with Lysandra. She brought this to my attention. But then I was like, you know what? This is not even news because I fucking hate this shit. Okay. And I'm going to say it right now. Okay. But I'm tired of Melanin Poppins. Okay, I'm tired of a lot of things. I'm in that almost tired of black girl magic. Ooh, okay, I I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm tired of that. It's just it's so overused. It's overused, and I think it is okay. So this is how this all started. So she was Lysandra. She was trying to find stickers to like cover up her planner and like mm. you know. Things that relate to her, uh-huh, especially that, yeah. as a black woman. Sure, sure, sure. You know? Yes. And so she's finding, like, all these stickers on Etsy that are, like, melanin Peppin, black queen tings, like, Ooh. all of this stuff. But it's made by white sellers because Ugh. they know black people are going to eat that shit up. And why are we eating it up, though? Like, is it because people are still, like, arriving at the notion that they are, like, magical and ethereal and, like... Maybe. I think it's still circulating because of that reason. But, I mean, it's also like, yes, I want us to have our things. I want us to have our identifiers that make us feel special. But I'm just, I just want something different. And I do not like that. I don't like the white people capitalizing off that shit. Oh, they're going to capitalize. If it's one black thing they going to do. Black labs matter. Black labs. Like Labrador dogs. Oh, you know what? That's an actual thing that black dogs are adopted less because they're black. And black kittens. Black, cats. black cats. Yes. I, I mean. Oh. Okay. You I know don't what? know. It's, it's right. like. But yes. It, you're beating a fucking dead horse at this point. Yeah. And. Okay. So what is the alternative? I feel like for what I would prefer it look like is just like the standing in the truth and not having to constantly like what's understood don't need to be explained. Yeah. Like I don't need, I know, you know, cause I see how you looking at me. I see how you like trying to really, you ever like walk into a room and they are like really taking you in, like really seeing, like examining. Glasses. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I already know what this is. Like you're really getting the magic right yeah. now. So, like for me, it would just be like the assumption, like the go ahead and just like armor yourself with the black magic and magic and stop constantly having to say like my melanin is popping. Okay, I'm oh. that. but my, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, okay, we I know. hate. I hate that I feel this way. I hate that. Why? It, I hate that it bothers me because it feels anti-black. Oh, <laughs> it feels anti-black in a way, but at the same time, like. I've never had to state 
anything about my blackness for people to know I'm black. Yeah. It's never been a question. Yeah. So it just feels like mentioning it. I don't know. And I know I have said, and I know we have said black girl magic a couple times on this podcast, but it's such but a that's filler. When it, that's when it's, that's when it felt like an exclusive club. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, once like non-black people get a hold of something and they really just like run with it. Like, and they see where the potential for yeah, uh, earnings for are. Earnings are, or just like, uh, what is it? Cool points. What's the way to say cool points? Like street, clout, sh- clout, street yeah. cred, like, excuse me, where they see the potential for like to be in with the cool kids. It's like, that's when it gets like, Done. And that's when it's like stick a fork in it. Like it's done, you know. But it's like it's impossible because black people absolutely one hundred percent move the culture forward. Mm-hmm. So anything that we say and do is going to get commodified. It's like, going to be it's unfortunate, and I think that that's where the anger lies, or that's yeah. where the discontent lies. It's not necessarily that like you're mad at black people for saying it. It's just like if only black people said it, and if it was like only our thing like so many things should be mm-hmm. then th- then it wouldn't be an issue maybe maybe that is where my anger lies but i also feel like we have these words to like fill in the blank like melanin popping like it's because i'm like i'm dark skin and i'm chocolatey and like well moisturized whatever but why can't we just say that like we, it's like the shortcut to like yeah, black okay. girl magic is like a saying. catch-all term, right? Like, like no. you want people to use their words. Like, why am I magical? Like, tell me like, about what me. is magic? I'm I'm not performing tricks for you. Right, like, right. I'm not a fucking show, a sideshow. But I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I want to like really. It just feels like I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a catch-all. Okay. Like you, you do you feel like you've like it's an easy way to just like reduce me down. Like okay, we get it. Like black girls are everything, so let's just give them black girl magic kind of thing. Oh, maybe not a reduction. I mean, I I think I'm just tired of seeing it. Okay. I, I, I've been overzealous. You fucking melanin popped me to death. Like I can't be melanin popped anymore. Okay, so what are some other? Are there any other things like that that so I can remember not to use them? No, just kidding. <laughs> Is there anything else like that that you feel that way about? Um, I'm sure there are. Oh, gosh. I'm sure there's something else that's, like, really grinding my gears because I'm just like, oh, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for, for me, I think it always comes down to just, like, the slang and colloquialisms that we use and how they just, like, become... So, like, you're not, you're not saying that, right? And I feel like I'm guilty of it, too. I'm, like, I'm seeing it so much that it's just, like, input is going to become output. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, like, I've never, I've never would have said, like, maybe once in my life prior to it's the blank for me, I have yes. said it's the blank for me. Exactly. Like, maybe I, one time I'm getting tired in my of whole it, life. But I say it every day. I say I'm, it like, every what day. did I say? How did I know it was for me before I knew <laughs> it was the blank right. for and me? Right, and the thing is, is, like, when you're saying it's the blank for me, like, the, the, the typical usage in black culture is the irony that it's not for you that it's right. a bad thing yeah <laughs> but everyone is just like it's the whatever for me like it's, you don't even it's know the, it's the good and the bad it's for the me. good like, and the who bad who knows right. what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> what are we even saying <laughs> we're using all these words but we ain't saying shit. We ain't shit we're not saying anything i think i want to retire like turnt Lit and a. I want to oh, stop aing. I want to stop aing. I want to stop baying. Like I want to stop vacationing. Oh uh, no, no, I don't bay. I don't personally bay. Let's get one thing straight. I don't bay. Okay, <laughs> so I don't. I don't go on vacation. I you mean, don't vacate. I might. Okay, I might say vacation to a person like you so you can know exactly what it is. Yes. But I'm never saying it in public. I'm never writing it down anywhere. You're never captioning vacation. Hashtag vacation. No, hell no. I can retire vacation. I can retire bay anything. Okay. And I, I was, oh my God, it's so funny because I was just thinking about in the car maybe yesterday or today about the word bay 
and how I can remember my aunts like calling my uncles like their partners bae and me as a kid thinking like I wonder why they don't say the whole word yeah like I used to have bae ain't new to this bae is this. not new and yeah. it's like there's a very like specific way to say it and it's like y'all not saying it right y'all not saying it say right say bae right I can't do it. I don't think I can do it because <laughs> I don't, don't say it. I don't say like, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that was a good one. I think, I mean, Bay, Bay, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying You're not bothered bae. by Bay? Or you, you're not saying Bay? I'm just way. not saying it. I think if I were to use a term of endearment, it might be babe. I might be a babe. Yeah. Yeah. I, my partner and I really just go crazy with the terms of endearment just in the most, like, ironic way. Like, it's so annoying to hear people be like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, oh, my little pork chop sweet potato. Like, you know what I mean? But My, my little meal prep. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I'm sure there's a hundred other things that I could think of if I sat here long enough, but yeah. no, I, I 100% feel you on that. Though. You feel me? I feel you. You feel me? I feel like... you and I feel Lissandra. Hey girl. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you have any other lemons? No, other than life is hard. Um, <laughs> life is hard work. And I know that like, I used to hate when people were like, Okay, adulting is another one. That's a term that That's could term. go, but I get it. But I get it yeah. now and now and only now do I get it. But honestly, I am in a moment of gratitude right now. I don't have anything to that I'm feeling sour about because yes. life yes. has been good to me. Cue Drake because yes. it's true. I think you know, all the lemons that I encountered this week weren't enough to make me feel like it, it was I'm, bad. Yes, uh, you were you losing know, in any way, right? No, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely feeling gratitude. Yeah. Grateful. I'm, I'm definitely feeling grateful. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at, and that's where we should end it. Okay, I agree. So cheers to that. Y'all hit us up on... If you want to talk to us... <laughs> You can hit us up on Instagram. We dropped Instagram a lot today, but if you want to talk to us there, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. On Twitter, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet. On Facebook, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet, but we never go on there. And if you want to email us, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod at gmail.com. Christina, where can they find you? I am C-D-O-T Andrews on Instagram and Instagram only. Okay. And I'm Bethane the Drug on Instagram. And I do have a TikTok, but don't worry about that. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Good night.